Well, welcome back again. Welcome back. <laughs> Take two. Take two. Um, yeah, this podcast is brought to you by Capri Sun. Oh, if only. If only. I wish. Someday. They sell it by the, like, gallon. Why? Yeah. I haven't seen it in stores in Oregon, but they sell Capri Sun by, like, the, the That would jug. be such a game changer. I know, right? What? I, I should look Do you remember in college when we put Capri Suns in the freezer and then we put vodka in them? It's my favorite summer snack. I, pr- so, I promise we were not partiers in college. I mean... Really, we're not. We never went to a party. No, and apparently I lived at a party apartment. Oh. I saw the Taylor said the retreat is, like, where all the parties are. I, I guess I could see that, but we I never partied. I never... We partied with the three of us. Party hardy with both hands. We really did. Yeah. Well, this week, <laughs> we have... Another Sherry LaPena book. She does it again, guys. She did it she again. She did it again. A Stranger in the House. You read this first and I then did. told me I needed I to read it. it. You you needed to and read this. And what? I was right. Was I right? You were right. Oh, so good. <laughs> so I gave it five stars. I gave it a five stars. I only think I've read two Sherry LaPena books, but I own like four or five. <laughs> I mean, so far she can do no wrong. I've read. She's very good at what she does. Um, the couple next door, the end of hers, the one we read, right? I ha- yeah, the and end of hers. This one, which means I have three more, and she's coming out with a new one this year. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep, July twenty oh. fifth. It's called "Everyone Here Is Lying." Hmm. 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 I mean, it's probably going to be another good one. Oh, she's so good. Well, I guess I could read the back. Yeah, go ahead and read the back. Karen Crump, which, honestly, unfortunate <laughs> last name. I, I don't appreciate it. Croup? Croup. Crump? Oh, why did I put an M? I did Crump. Oh, there's no M. No, there's no M. <laughs> it's a double P. Yeah, Crump. Crump. Yeah, that's... I don't like but it. But it's still Karen. Though. Karen was home, making dinner for her husband. She was expecting him any second. The phone rang. It was the call she'd hoped she'd never get. She jumped in her car and raced to a neighborhood she thought she'd never visit. She peered into the dark, deserted building and braced herself for the worst. After that, she remembered nothing. They told her husband, Tom, she'd been in an accident. She must have lost control of her car as she sped through the roughest part of town. The police suspect that Karen was up to no good, but her husband refuses to believe it. Her best friend is not so sure, and even Karen herself doesn't know what to believe. Then she realizes something in her house has been moved. Someone's been there, and now everyone is a stranger. Everyone has a secret, one they might even kill for. This book had so many twists and turns. When I thought something was happening and like, okay, I figured it out. Nope. No, you didn't. No, I did not. Not even the slightest bit. Up to the very, very end. To the end. To the very last page. I was, oh my God. This is 305 pages. It's a short book. It's short. It took me a, a little bit, <clears throat> but my boyfriend was working on the RV with his brother, and so I had yeah, me time, time, and I finished the whole book. It's just her writing. It's like short chapters, easy Chef's to kiss. read. You can just fly through it. I tell you, if you like mysteries and suspense... Mm-hmm. Sherry LaPena is the way to do it. Because she's not Ugh. gory. She's not... No. This is definitely a psychological thriller. So it's all in the head. I think a 
a lot of her, most of the if not all are psychological psychological and domestic thrillers i will say it's like a basic thriller formula is how i put it but she executes it so well that like if you like i put down this be a good book to get you out of a reading slump you know yeah i I have no i have no bad words it gets it's just so good it was fantastic I guess my only weird thing about this book is how often they called her, like, a suburban wife, and, like, why would she be in such a bad neighborhood? You know what I mean? That was, like, the only weird thing. Yeah, they really, they really try to, like, sell her as this suburban housewife, picket fence, make it a pie kind of lady. Like in the 50s or something. Yeah. Well, the book starts... Right off the bat. I was going to say, boy, does the book start. <laughs> yeah, with her frolicking in places she doesn't belong. I had to throw mm-hmm. the frolic in. You yeah, know? throw the frolic I had every to. episode. Now. I really try. So, it basically, yeah, the prologue starts with Karen hitting the pole and getting yeah. into the accident. And car accident. Yeah. And then Tom gets home and sees that his wife's not there. They make a point in this book, and it's a very important point. Karen does not make mistakes she also is very like law-abiding citizen she goes exactly yeah. the She's speed limit very goody two-shoes she always makes sure the door is locked mm-hmm. there is nothing in that house that she does not know about she knows where everything mm-hmm. is and how she left it precisely so for her to be in a so when tom gets home i'm getting ahead of myself when tom <laughs> gets home he notices that the door is unlocked which is highly unusual that the dinner that she was making wasn't fully prepared it's like she was like she left in the middle of it exactly which is also highly unusual her purse and i believe her phone i think her phone too yeah i mean obviously things that you would want to take with you yeah left i don't remember exactly in the house but they were in the house nonetheless (laughs) and i think he called the cops yeah and well he called well, he was looking around. He was looking around, first. and then he called across the, the street. Yeah, which we'll get to her later. Because they're good friends. His wife and Bridget. Yeah, Bridget. I was like, why can't I remember her name? It's not Bridget. Bridget. Right. Yeah, Bridget. Yeah, Bridget. Yeah, it's strange. So he calls the police to report his wife missing, and then, like a couple seconds later, they show up and say that the wife was in a car accident, and they told him like what part of town. He was like. The weird neighborhood. Yeah. A lot Not of, a like, drugs yeah. and theft. She'd and... have no reason to be there. There wasn't, like, a no, store she's a she went to-, to. She's a housewife. She's a prissy housewife. She has no <laughs> need for being in places like that. I'm trying to remember. Sorry, I was drinking my Capri Sun. My Capri Sun. Um, so then they obviously, I guess, where they live. I don't remember where they live, but reckless driving is like a federal event like she's gonna go to jail for it for reckless mm-hmm. driving and they just think it's really weird how like she hit the pole and it was like she was trying to run away from something so oh, because yeah, she driving hit it, recklessly speeding and running red lights yeah so because she hit the pole so fast mm-hmm. she got a really bad concussion which made her lose her memory, her memory. for that night so she has no idea where she like why she was why over there, was, yeah. what was happening, all that stuff. Tom kind of feels like 
Karen's hiding something, especially since she left so abruptly. Yeah. And he's starting to kind of get frustrated with her that she can't remember anything. Anything. And so then we kind of get a glimpse of Bridget. Because <laughs> Bridget. So Bridget is the neighbor across the street. She does not work. She had some fertility issues with her husband Bob. And I forgot so she his was, name was Bob. Yeah, his name's Bob. Bob's never home. Bob that makes her home. very upset. Yeah. And so all Bridget does all day is sit at home in her chair, which faces across the street to Tom and Karen's house. So weird. And she watches them constantly. And I mean yeah. like constantly. reality TV. Yes. She just sits and stares. Yeah. So you can kind of feel the tension because Bridget goes to the hospital to visit Karen and you can tell that Tom does not like Bridget. Yeah. It's not noted right away why he doesn't like Bridget. Yeah. But there's always But there's a tension. There's a weird Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like she kinda acts casually, but you can tell he always wants to like end the conversation. He doesn't really want to be around her. He just wants to like leave. Yeah. They the police mentioned that there was a murder near where she crashed. Yes. And so they were hoping because they were kind of trying to figure out the timing that maybe she saw something, maybe Mm -hmm. had something to do with it, something. Yeah, so we find out that there was a body in a abandoned restaurant in that neighborhood isn't there always yeah i know casually <laughs> because these children decide oh you know it'd be funsies mm-hmm. is looting the body because that's what children do i mean you always gotta loot the body yeah always always so they took his wallet his ring uh his watch i think that was it i think that was about it yeah and so a local pawn shop was like, oh, these... Why do kids have these? Yeah, these kids just pawn stuff off of them. So, they find the body. It's been there for a while. So, it's already looking grotesque. And it was... The man was shot three times in the chest and once in the face. I think it was four times total. And And they also found a pair of rubber gloves at the Yes, so they found a pair of rubber gloves that were pink with floral design mm-hmm. with tire tread marks on them. So they were asking questions, stuff like that. It says, are you perhaps missing a pair of pink rubber gloves, the kind you might use for washing uh, dishes? She lifts her head, stands her back. No, I'm not. She says convincingly, but she knows her gloves are missing. She was looking for them yesterday. She has no idea where they've gone. She'd ask Tom, but he had none either. Yes, so, so Tom yeah. knows. Now Tom knows that she's that lying. she's missing gloves. Yeah, and she just lied straight to the police's face. And then of course they ask Tom, and Tom lies for her. Yeah, and then gets upset that she lied to the yeah. police, which understandable. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we're not even a hundred pages in, and it's just well. So then she lawyers up because she's like, mm. I probably should lawyer. Yeah, she still can't remember that whole night. Mm-hmm. She lawyers up and tells him. So then I think she slowly starts getting her memory back. Yeah, she tries to remember. Is that when she goes back? Well, so I will note that each chapter is kind of from a different perspective. Well, maybe not each chapter, but it bounces around. The chapters don't specify like right off the bat. Right. So they go from Tom's perspective, Bridget's, Karen's, and the detective. 
Rothbach. Yeah. And so it's starting to come to light that they obviously have the gloves. And then she realizes that that's her gloves. But she can't figure out, like, why she was there. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of... Oh, they found out that she got a phone call. That's it. It, she got a phone call from a burner phone, which they were like, well, that's highly suspicious. And yeah. it was also during a time that Tom would have been home. And so they thought that maybe it was so that call was supposed to be for Tom. And then Karen went out to investigate. Yeah. But what Tom really was doing was he was down by the water. By the water. By the water. Uh, <laughs> waiting for Bridget. Mm-hmm. Because then it comes to light that Bridget and Tom had had an affair mm-hmm. before he met Karen. Yeah. It's this very important to know that, yes, Tom and Bridget were together before Karen. Was uh, Bridget with Bob? Yes. Yeah, yeah right. they were married. Yeah. That's right. Because Bridget told Tom that they were separating. That's right. And then they weren't. But then Tom just kept along with it. But then yeah. once he met Karen, he broke it he off. Stopped. And Bridget got a little, little crazy, and he was uh, like, "Oh no!" Yeah, and they never—he never told Karen. No, and he told Bridget not to tell Karen. Yeah. But then, of course, Bridget became BFFs with Karen. Yeah, she got really obsessive, really crazy about it. Yeah. So I mean, it kind of just goes along like they're trying to find out who the body is. Bridget's being obsessive like normal. Karen starts noticing like perfume top isn't on the perfume bottle that she thought it was or she left the cup in the sink and Mm -hmm. she thought she put it away yeah like starts noticing little things and then like there's like a print in the bed that looks like someone sat on it but i just made the bed and she's like that meticulous about her things yeah and we'll get to the fact and like why she's like that and it makes sense once you find out but so because she is so, like, has to know what is happening mm-hmm. and everything has to have be a certain way, she starts taking photos of her on her phone before she leaves the house. Yeah, of, and like, then, the rooms to make yeah. sure that she's not, like, imagining these things. Yeah, and she's told Tom. Tom thinks she's crazy. He's like, no one's in the house. So then I believe that they... Do we find out about Karen's before we find out who the guy is that's deceased? I think... So, yeah, we find out Karen's past before. Yeah, she uses his eyes. Okay, so Karen... Yeah, this is wild. So, Karen was in a very abusive relationship before Tom, and she was married. They lived in Las Vegas. She was being abused by her husband, and she was going to one of those... I don't know, like, it wasn't therapy, but it was like a woman's... Support group type of thing. Yeah, for abusive relationships yeah so then to get away from her abusive husband she fakes her own death by pretending to jump off was it a bridge it was a bri- i think it, it was a bridge watering in the back and then starts a new life which is why she's so meticulous about everything yeah. in the house because her abusive husband was like if something didn't look right She'd get abused yeah. for it. And then also that's why she's so conscious of the law because she doesn't want to get caught. Yeah. Her real name is Georgina Trainer. Mm-hmm. 
and she knew that if that came out, that he would find her. Yes. Very safe haven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't even think about. It. Yeah, that's right. I'm, I'm smart. Wow, look at me all the time. Books I've read. I know. I'm impressed. So then Bridget starts getting a little crazy, <laughs> and Bridget goes over to the house. They find out that the guy that was in the restaurant was Karen's husband, mm-hmm. and so now she knows that. Only time will tell that they will figure out who she is. Mm -hmm. And so she goes to her lawyer and they obviously arrest her after she talks to her lawyer. And Karen, not Karen, Bridget is obviously watching from across the street like a maniac. Yeah. And sees Karen get taken away in handcuffs and immediately goes over to Tom and goes trying to talk to him, being oblivious, basically blackmails him into sleeping with yeah. her again. Again. And then because she got him to sleep with her, she thinks, oh, we're going to be we're a relationship back together again. again. We're back yeah. together again. It's going to be great. Ugh, it's so wild. And is that when she says that she followed Karen? Yeah, so it comes to light that Bridget actually followed Karen to the restaurant. Because she watched, as she was watching, saw Karen leave frantically and drive away. And Bridge is like, oh. And then she also gets in her car and drives. Like a her. maniac. A maniac. So then she heard, like, she heard gunshots. And then she saw Karen leave. Yeah. And then said that she dropped her the gun. Because Karen had a gun hidden in the house for safety measures. So Bridget said that. At the restaurant, she watched her drop the gun and the gloves and then get in the car and speed off. Yeah. And then Tom was like, well, so you didn't watch her actually shoot the guy. And she was like, well, no, but. She went in there with a gun. (laughs) Yeah. So then Tom tells this to Karen and Karen was like, I swear the guy was alive when I left. So maybe Mm -hmm. Bridget was the one. Was the one. Who did it. Exactly. So then you're like, well, did Bridget do it? Yeah. Who killed you're this back man? And forth, and now Tom has cheated on Karen, and he doesn't I know, cause like then I was Bridget. Like, then I was like, do I like Tom? Do I not? Am I supposed yeah. to like Tom? I'm like, who What's am I happening? supposed to like in this book? Yeah, it was insane. Oh, I have it. Bridget has promised Tom that she isn't going to say anything to the police, but Bridget has a plan. There's no going back. Yeah, she's insane. She's crazy. So... Then Bridget goes a little step further and cuts her hair to look just just like Karen. like yeah just like them. So it like- I will say too, Karen tells the police that she knows someone's been in the house, and so she thought that it was her ex husband. Yeah. Then it comes to light that Bridget was working outside, and a guy was walking around Tom and Karen's house. So then he says that he was an old acquaintance from her That's right. life before, which. Mm-hmm really confused Bridget and made her start snooping. So then Karen tells the police, like, I swear someone's been in my house. She shows the proof of, like, these are the pictures I took and then these are the ones after. And you can tell, like, something's different. She was like, if you go into my house and you get fingerprints, you'll see his fingerprints. Because now you have his dead body. You got his fingerprints. You can test them. Yeah. 
So then they go in, which they actually listen to her, which I was like, okay, yeah, I, was like, I like that. They actually went in and got the So prince. they went in, got Prince, and they were like, well, there's mysterious Prince in here. Like, I don't know who these Prince would be, but they're all over, even in Karen's underwear drawer. Yeah. Which is very strange. Mm-hmm. And They're not his. Yeah. So then Tom tells the police about Bridget, how she's she followed Karen yeah. there. All this stuff. And, and how so she looks just like... I have a thing. It's like, if she's going to slip into Karen Crook's life, she's going to do it right. She'll be everything Tom wants her to be, but more. It's wild. It's so... so then the police are like, you know what? We're going to fingerprint Bridget. Let's just go check out Bridget. We're going to check out Bridget. Come to find out, Bridget's fingerprints were the ones that were all over all the house. All over the place. In her underwear it's drawer. So oh my god, it's weird. wild. So then they're like, mm, that's not right. And because Bridget was the way she was karen wasn't arrested for murder like she yeah. got off because like of a, bridget yeah yeah which made bridget very upset very upset see? so then where are you at she's uh, reading guys see this is the uh, thing i just finished this book <laughs> and it's been a while since mel's read just it bridget's crazy. but our our next book that we're going to be talking about it's flip-flop it's flip-flop i haven't read it in a hot minute and mel just finished it so it's going to be like this for <laughs> next year <laughs> bear with us if there's pauses I'm probably drinking my Capri Sun oh, I'm not gonna Capri lie there and oh, well Tyler. and so also they find out that uh, so Tom com- comes oh, clean yeah he confesses I just found that part yeah so he confesses <laughs> that he slept with her and so then Karen was like well then it must be Bridget because she's obsessed and yeah. she, she wants thinks it's fate. And, yeah. And Blech. so Karen was like, Well, it must be Bridget because she wants to take my husband away from me. So she's probably framing me for murder. Oh, yeah. Even Tom says she must have planted the gun in her garage. Mm-hmm. She's trying to make sure you get a yes. for murder. So while they were trying to figure out where the murder weapon was, they got two calls yeah. anonymously from a lady saying that the gun's in the garage, which, like, that's very I specific. I bet you the gun's in the garage. Yeah. Bridget. <laughs> yeah. And so they figure out it was Bridget. <laughs> fooling anyone so yeah this whole like murder charge just got dropped because bitches be crazy the bitch be crazy yeah and so like i said tom confesses to everything karen was upset but she was like i i I could see like it was blackmail essentially or yeah i know you just go back and forth do you like tom or no i know i don't know well and we learned something at the very end that I, I don't like any of them at this point. <laughs> you know, they all suck <laughs> in their own personal ways. And so then we find out a little more about Karen. A little more. And her husband, which I can't remember his name. Except, so I'm just. Oh, Robert. Robert. Okay. Robert. So, fun fact Robert wasn't actually abusive. Nope. Not at all. Not at all. Karen planted that for like a year. Yeah. Because he, they met at a bar. He was very, very wealthy. She wanted the money. So she played along and then she started going to that group therapy for, I think it was for battered women or something like that. Did that for a year to make it more believable. Faked her death. And then um, she faked her death because 
she figured out what the safe number was in the wall for $2 million. Yeah. And she took the $2 million. Mm-hmm. And the only reason that Robert found out about her was because he, I guess she was, like, her previous job was also doing books for some place. And so he found Karen by looking at, like, in the United States booking oh, jobs. Right. Yeah, and he yeah. found Tom, and there was a Christmas party photo, that's and right. she, she was, was in, in the background. It. And that's how he found her. And so it comes to light that Robert wasn't even abusing yeah. her. And then it also comes to light that Karen actually did shoot him. Yep. And then we find out a little something about Bridget. Oh, Bridget. So Bridget and Bob get a divorce, which yeah. Bridget's happy about. So then Bridget's very, very mad because Karen didn't go to prison yeah. like she wanted. And now they live happily ever after next door. But then we find out something that happened with Bridget. Yeah. So at the very end, Bridget is knitting, knitting baby things. Little, little baby socks and blankets. And her and her husband haven't had sex in a very long time. No, no, they haven't. So this baby's Tom's. Tom fucked up. Uh, it says, Bridget isn't giving up and she's not going away. She has a new plan. She'll make Karen pay. And she has a secret. So just when you thought it couldn't bum, get any bum, crazier. Bum. Mm-hmm. Like I tell you, there are so many twists and turns in this book. I have some questions. Oh. Yes, yes. Okay. Did you like Karen. Mm. <laughs> I did in the beginning. Yeah. I did not in the end. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, did you trust her and were you rooting for her? In the beginning, I thought she was a victim. Mm-hmm. I definitely thought, I was like, oh my gosh, like she was, I mean, of course she killed him. Like she had to. And then I found out that he wasn't More. actually abusive. He wasn't even her. abusive, yeah. I was like, you bitch. Do Poor you Robert. think she actually had amnesia? Or at what point do you think she actually remembered everything, just like she was telling it in the book? I think she did, because, I mean, she hit the telephone pole pretty hard. Yeah. But I definitely think she should have, I, I think she gained back remembering mm-hmm. a little sooner, sooner than, than what we're she told. Let on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then what did, what did you think about Bridget? I hated Bridget. Bridget pissed <laughs> me off from the start to the end. I didn't like her. So while reading, who did you think the murderer was? Oh, I honestly thought it might have been Bridget. I thought I, it was I, thought it I was wanted be, it to be Bridget. I thought it was Bridget because I honestly could see her being that, that crazy, crazy and pinning the murders mm-hmm. on her. So I honest to God thought that she, Karen had already left and then Bridget saw the gun and was like, this is the chance. You know what? Screw it. Yeah. I honestly did. Were you satisfied with the final outcome? I mean, it was a good <laughs> ending, but it made me question more. Like, yeah. So, because Karen and Bob, not Karen and Bob, Bridget and Bob got divorced, mm-hmm. they were hoping that Bridget would sell the house. Yeah, that she would leave too. But he left her the house. Exactly. And so, and you just keep sitting there. I'm curious if Tom and Karen leave. would leave. I was going to say, what would you think if? were to write a sequel because i feel like bridget would just follow them there's no way that bridget would not let tom go i don't think they could do it but i honestly think that karen would kill bridget if she had to i feel like maybe she would follow up 
I think she'd kill Karen's her. Going I think she would. I think what if she killed Bridget and then somehow adopted the baby? I was going to say, but waited for the baby to be born. Mm-hmm. Nice. Or pretended she was pregnant at the same time, but not kill Bridget, take and the baby. The baby. And then like, I had wow, ba- I there's had the baby. baby. That'd be good. Damn. Maybe I should write Sherry LaPena. Sherry LaPena, what the? <laughs> I, I got a sequel for you. Stranger in the House Part 2. <laughs> but yeah, this was her second thriller book. The first one was The Couple Next Door. She'd uh, mm. written a couple books prior, but I don't think they're like her main I haven't thrillers. read A Couple Next Door. I've only read the end of her and this one by her. The Couple Next Door is about two couples who live next to each other. One of them has a baby, and they've, like, oh, drifted apart, that's kind right. of. You've told me about yeah, that one. and they go over, leave the baby at home, bring the monitor. That's right. The baby gets stolen. Do you... Could you pull up Goodreads on your phone, oh. and I'll find the one star? Oh, man. I don't... Here it goes. Sorry, folks. Just I don't have my phone on me. I gotta do my part. My part. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's my favorite part. It's really good. So, this book has a 3.68 stars, which surprisingly low. I know, yeah. It also only has 119,031 ratings. So. I was, okay. I think when I was looking at it, I think a decent amount of people didn't like this one. Um, Catherine said, let me start this whole shebang by saying I almost DNF'd this book in oh. excess of ten times. Oh my god. It's not even that long of a book. I know. There's really not that many, like, one star. You can click one star. I thought I did. Oh. Oh, no, I didn't. <laughs> Someone's like, I have no idea what possessed me to request this book. When I absolutely dislike this author's debut. What? Oh. I'm offended. (laughs) Kirby says, seriously, is that it? Sigh. This (gasps) this book is a, it's a liar. It's a liar. Was the lack of characters? I don't. Lack of characters? I don't think that. I don't think I've ever complained about there being too few characters. Too many yet. Yeah, this one said, I feel like the author was trying too hard to make this story into a mind-blowing psychological thriller, like Shutter Island or Gone Girl. Nothing felt like it was forced. Yeah. The only thing harder than writing a good book is writing another one. This is LaPena's second book, and it was terrible. Talk (gasps) about tedious. Oh my god. What? This really might be the most repetitive book I've ever slogged my way through. I really liked her first book, but this was a mess. One star and I'm being generous. What? <laughs> How? Okay. Hands down. Oh, God. Tracy, four years ago, this one is, Tracy is the best. Tracy, four years ago. My dog could have walked across the keyboard of my computer and written a more suspenseful book. <laughs> oh. oh. What? Tracy. Damn. Oh. I liked it. Yeah. It's an easy thriller. Unfortunately, all the characters are shallow and dim-witted. Don't think so. What? No. Oh, that's in Spanish. I can't read that one. (laughs) (laughs) This novel was a complete fiasco. It's like every character in this book is trying to win at being the least likable. I wanted everyone to be murdered. I mean, you can feel that way and still like the book. Oh, the dog walking, though. The dog walking across the keyboard. That was good. Rude. I know. 
honestly, that one was hilarious. This is the most ridiculously predictable book ever. Like, what? There's who would have predicted that Bridget gets pregnant at the end? Also, stop thinking. People wouldn't, like, <laughs> spoil it for themselves when they're reading a thriller and, like, try to guess what's happening. And, like, sometimes that happens for me, too, but I'm not, like, thinking deeply of, like, I'm gonna solve this. Oh, I, I want to have fun. My brain can't comprehend. <laughs> no. Also, I'm not thinking about, I thought Karen was abused, and I was like, good for her. Like, how do you stage a whole, I how know. do you stage your death? Like, I get, Why? for years. Well, and I get Sherla Penna is known for being, like, when you think you've figured it out, you haven't. Wow. That was... <laughs> Just finishing my Capri Sun, don't mind she's me. sucking it down. <laughs> uh, but I, I get Sherla Penna is a type of writer that when you kind of know her style of writing, you really yeah. can't be for sure about anything. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I still thought that I, she I was going to be abused. I, I, yeah, I guess, mm-hmm. I mean, some writers you you just vibe with and others you don't and Sherry LaPena is my kind of thriller. I like her. No, I like her a lot. She can do no wrong in my eyes. She really can't. And it makes me so excited to read the rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully um, I can find some more of her books. So next weekend well yeah, yeah next weekend Mel and I are going to go up to Portland for the night and go to Powell's for the day. I'm so excited. Pretty much the whole day. I really don't okay. see us going anywhere else. Yeah, if anything, the other Powell's location, but just because I haven't been to those. I haven't been and to those. And I always forget they have other locations. But Powell's is so big, oh, and they have so, so many books. I didn't realize they had a used book section as well that are cheaper. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, you can sell them for books. I have zero room for oh, any absolutely. of these books. None. And They're, mine are filled. I had to rearrange them yesterday. But it looks beautiful. Thank you. But yeah, so yeah, yeah. that's what we're going to do next weekend. But tomorrow they're having a 25% off sale. Yeah. Uh, it's but upsetting. yeah, when you hear our next episode, we that'll should be, be the weekend. Yeah. yeah, so we'll be coming home. I was going to say if you see us in Powell's, uh, say hi. You don't know what we look like. so. Oh, yeah, you don't. No. Just go up to everyone. Hi, is it you? Hi, is it you? <laughs> also, oh no, you'll know. In the, I'm thinking, I got very confused that this was the next one that you can hear no. on Sunday when we'd be there on a Saturday. I was like, I don't know how you know the future, but this is coming out. This, this is coming out this weekend. Don't mind me. I don't know what day it is. It's okay. I wish I didn't know what day it was. But yeah, at, at some point, I feel like obviously we're going to show what we look like. Eventually. Eventually. Probably. I mean, we look like our bitmojis. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> We look just like that. Exactly like them. <laughs> Spitting image. But yeah, I'm very excited. It's going to be fun. If you have any book recommendations. Yes. Or anything you want us to read. Yeah, just message us. us on Instagram. Yeah. And maybe we can try to find it while we're at Pals. Yeah, we we do episode. check those. No one's messaged us, but we do check them. Oh, okay. Because I don't. Oh, I do <laughs> I do. I feel good. I did gain a follower on Goodreads. I don't know if you. Oh, I don't know if that person I have a few listens. Followers on. I don't Goodreads. know if they listen to us. I just accept because. Oh well, yeah. I like seeing what other people are reading because then I need to know if I should be reading them. Exactly. Because clearly, I don't have enough options. <laughs>
Yeah, I don't know if I'm ever going to have enough time to read my TBR. Honestly, maybe I'm going to say when we own a bookstore. I'm putting that out into the universe. Yes. When. When we have a when. bookstore. It's not if. It's when, and then we can mother. Have our own, like, book <laughs> mother. Love you, Mom. She, she doesn't listen to us anymore. No, she doesn't. It's for the best. Yeah. Anymore, does she? Uh, I think maybe, I think she listened to our very first one. Oh. And then I she thought it was I'm weird sorry. that we cussed. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. I don't think I've cussed in front of your mother. I very or my mother. Do. Yeah, I very All right. Rarely. No, that's a lie. I do cuss in front of people. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no, Vince Mothers. But yeah, when we own one, then I'm sure I'll. That'd be fun. We can do a book club. Yes. I mean, this is kind of a book club, but like a book club where we would also include other people's opinions, not just ours. <laughs> like an actual discussion. Like where we'd actually talk others. to people? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't do that much. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> but I feel like I'd be more prone to talking to people about books. That is true. I could handle I could handle that. Although if they have a strong opinion about a book that I also have a strong opinion about, I could get upset. We'll just easily. have our meeting in a boxing ring. Oh, there we go. <laughs> And do the ding ding ding, yeah. <laughs> and then I'll walk around in a bikini round one. <laughs> it's not even you fighting. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> we only have a round one card because there's it. no way we're having more. There's no way it's gonna last more than one round. <laughs> That's it. We have it in the back of the of the bookstores. <laughs> so it's like daytime, nighttime, daytime, nighttime. Sticking around with us, you know? You never know what you're gonna get. We don't even know what we're gonna no, say. Exactly. None of this is planned. It never is. Oh well, yeah, next week is The Dead Romantic by Ashley Poston. Mm-hmm. I am so excited for some of that. Yeah, I haven't read it in a a while. Is that the one your mom read? Your mom read that one too? Or did she read something mm-hmm. else? No. No, she read the X Hex. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, because they got a little spicy in the uh, library, and she's like, right. I had to skip that she part. Just I'm like, skipped what? it. She just kept like, flipping. you would not like some of the books I own, Mom. Yeah, if you see a book called Saint, do not even pick it up, Mother. Don't even look at Don't it. Don't look at it, Mom. Yeah, so we'll talk about the Dead Romantics we'll next week. Uh, yeah, follow us on Instagram. We so still have a TikTok, there's podcast? still nothing on it. If they got sex podcast. Yeah, maybe we'll do a TikTok and like pals or we something. Should, oh my god. At if least we Portlanders. don't at least take one picture at pals and post oh, yeah. it, I'll be very upset. I mean, Portland people are more prone to seeing people taking TikToks. I that feel like they're not going to judge us as, as That's much. That's true. But Portlanders is weird. Exactly. And I can say that because legitimately their tagline is keep Portland weird. Yeah, so. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we'll... See? We'll, we'll talk be back to you <laughs> next Sunday. We'll, we'll do a little chit chat. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.